Hi, welcome back to On the Town. I'm your host, Tanya, and thank you so much for joining us again this week. We appreciate you. Uh, so this week we're talking about bridging community and police. Uh, as you all know, lots have been going on in the last couple of years uh, in different neighborhoods and different areas. Uh, and so um, tonight's guests are two guests who uh, are just two of the founders. There's actually three, um, but two of the guests tonight are also uh, co-founders uh, and they are here to tell us um, how they were able to create some change in their community and how were they able to address uh, community, um, I call it community together with police. I don't know, there's, a, there's so many, there's a, actually a code for that, which we'll talk about, uh, but they started an organization called CPAP uh, and I'm going to let them tell you about it because it's fantastic. Uh, and so instead of talking about defunding the police, like some people are, you have to have police. It's like a thing. You just need it. You need it in your community. Um, so what can you do? You can engage and you can come up with clever ideas like these two gentlemen did. Uh, so please uh, give me a warm welcome for uh, Chairman uh, Scott Rhodes and Co-Chairman Ron Reed. Hi, guys. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? Excellent. Oh, thank you so much for being a guest on the town. I'm really excited to tell people about next Sunday's event at Tilly's Farm. Uh, but, but in the meantime, um, I want you to tell people about CPAP and what it stands for. Um, and I know we're missing one of your other co-founders, Jenny. Jenny, uh, well, I can say the name correct. Uh, Jenny. Jenny Poo. Poo. That's right. Well, she's uh, she's not here with the, able to be with us today, but uh, so we know we recognize that she is also one of the founders. But can you tell us about CPAP uh, and and we'll know we'll go more into later about Tilly's and what's going on, how how that's going to help everybody. Absolutely, absolutely, Ronnie. You want me to start first? I guess I will start first. Yes, go ahead, Chairman. <laughs> so I appreciate it. So again, thank you, Tanya, for having us on. And uh, Tanya, we've known each other a long time, so yeah. we. Uh, we kind of grew up in the same community together, have family. So Tanya, you're like family to me. So I'm grateful and honored and blessed to be on the call tonight. So thank you for having us. Um, but CPAB, so CPAB was birthed out of uh, the executive order 203 that came down from Governor Cuomo over two years ago, mm -hmm. right? Just at the beginning of the pandemic, this, uh, this, this, this uh, executive order came down from, from the state and it was sent out to all the local municipalities, all the local governments, all the local, uh, local police departments. Mm -hmm. And what it was is to reimagine and reinvent and um, re re revamp policing practices, policies, procedures, trainings. Um, and what happened out of that is that each different department had to go in and take a look at how they're policing today. So what the governor said was that he had to come up with committees or each municipality had to come up with committees. So we had several committees in our community. We had the LGBTQ community, we had the clergy, we had a Latino, a Latinx community. And then we had, which I was kind of the chairman of, it was the African-American or BIPOC um, was our original name when we started doing this. So we had to take a look at various police practices and procedures, come up with recommendations, turn those over to the, to the local government, to the Putnam County uh, Legislators Department um, for them to review and send their recommendations up to Governor Cuomo. There was also some financials attached to that too, where if they didn't comply with this executive order, they stood not to receive the funding that they got from the state. Oh. Um, so we were very instrumental in helping the government uh, get to that point. 
Um, I see you got an award for that, didn't you, from Hackerman, didn't you? We did, yes, we did. And uh, Ronnie and I both got an award uh, probably about two, three months ago from Senator Hackman, uh, who honored us, which was a surprise to us. We didn't think it was, uh, you know, we had no idea it was coming. And uh, we got a, you know, we got a call one day and said they want to honor us. So, you know, you know, my father always said, do good things and good things will come back to you. So, you know, that's what, that's what we're all about. I wasn't looking for anything. We're not looking for anything in return. We just want to make sure that the community is, is 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 moving forward in a harmonious way, and you know that our kids in this community aren't afraid of police, but they know that they can go to the police for for help, for guidance, for trust, for all of all of the above. Right. Um, but on the same token, you know there are some bad apples out there, so we got to make sure that you know we're holding people accountable, um, and that we're very aware and have a finger on the pulse of what's going on with the police practices and procedures in our community. Oh. Um, so. That's where we are today, but um, that's kind of the, the, the backdrop and the history behind what we what we did. But from that, we we started we started CPAB, um, and CPAB's been in in place for just about two years as well. Actually, just over a year now. We officially became a five hundred one three C recently. Um, yes. Yes. So uh, a lot of hard work there, and Ronnie uh, was very instrumental in kind of keeping the foot on the gas pedal and getting that done. So. I appreciate you, Chairman, you know, Co-Chairman. You've been, uh, been very instrumental in everything we're doing. So Ron, and Ron is like the heartbeat of, the, of, of our organization. You know, he's kind of the glue. He brings everything together for us. And I, I just kind of sit up here and kind of look down and, you know, Ronnie, Ronnie runs things. So, okay. you know, he's, he's well, definitely the, the nuts and the bolts and the, and the engine that kind of makes things work. So, uh-huh. Ronnie, I appreciate you. I'm going to turn it over to you, Ron, let you talk a little bit more about, about CPAB and let me know if I've missed anything. Yeah, I was going to say, you serve all of Putnam County, correct? We do. Yes, okay. we do. So all of Putnam County and, you know, uh, all the various municipalities. So it's not all the police departments within Putnam County. It's the Putnam County Sheriff's Department, which police all of Putnam County. Oh, um, okay. There's okay. different, you know, different police departments. There's 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 Carmel, there's Kent. Right. Um, there's Brewster uh, has a village police department as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Those they act independently of the uh, Putnam County Sheriff's Department. Um, okay. Okay. But we work alongside the sheriff uh, and and you know and the deputies here in in Putnam County. Um, again, we have a, a fairly good working relationship with them, and seems like we're going to be able to get things done moving forward. Good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so you, um, uh, Ron, I guess I'll ask you. Uh, so you, what is your role? I know I see you're you're also organizer. Uh, your hands and everything. Um, what, are, what are some of the things uh, I see you uh, on your website you have to identify and develop uh, effective solutions to local police and community relations? That's that's big because um, I, I think that goes back to, you know, I remember being a little girl. I used to know all the police. Before I went to foster, I knew all the police officers name. And it's like, Mr. So-and-so, my mom's doing such and such or so-and-so is doing such and such. And you that's who you went to because you trusted them. And and at some point that got broken. So what what is it? What are your what is you your mission and and how do you address that? Well, first of all, um, Sister Cooper, I just wanted to say um, thank you for having us on the show, and two, um, thank you for um, bringing the awareness to um, foster kids um, within the, the the state and and the country and the realities of what really happens. Um, you know, Chairman Rhodes is being very humble and gracious. Um, <laughs> He is actually the guy who's driving the vehicle. <laughs> I'm the engine, that's fine. But Jenny Fu 
is definitely the wheels on the car. Okay. okay. And she helps us to go, right? And um, so I'd be remiss if we didn't mention Jenny as far That's as right. all that she has done for us, along with other members, mm -hmm. right? And we yes. have other members such as uh, our treasurer, yes. uh, Dennis Scott. I saw um, that. Yeah, um, um, we also have Bettina Drew, who's in charge of media relations, yes. who is um, doing a fantastic job helping us um, promote our events and what we do. Um, we, want, we also want to uh, just kind of recognize um, Lou Riolo, who is uh, a member of CPAB also, who's helping us out um, with our current event coming up. Um, so, and um, I believe um, we, Am I missing any? Oh, to our, our Tony Salas. Tony Salas. Um, she she's doing an instrumental job in making sure that um we stay on point. Um, everything is recorded. Um, so that our our not for profit um organization continues to run at a high level. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I really appreciate um Cop's guy and words, but a lot of this would not be happening without um Scott um bringing these different parties together to yes, make this I happen. Yes, we mentioned Dennis and Matina. Yes, Matina Drew. Oh, okay, right. Okay, so so I was gonna say Jenny Jenny Fu. I saw um, it says on here that she um, she worked to develop the key foundation of CPAC, and uh, this is very impressive right here uh, that she worked closely with Putnam County legislators on the po uh, police policy review process. Yes. Yes. Also, you know, realizing it says realizing a need for ongoing engagement with law enforcement and community members. That's amazing, and it doesn't not change. You need to keep keep doing it. It's not yes. one time deal. That's amazing. So everybody yes. has their role. I see. Everyone has a role, <laughs> right? And we have to, and we're trying to execute our role, no matter um, what resistance that we do get. It mm -hmm. just motivates this group to uh, strive farther. That's just what we do. Okay. Um, my background, um, really quickly, as as a police, I was a police officer in New York City in the South Bronx. Wow. Um, Right before I got, I, I, I was ill, I was offered um, an opportunity to become um, a community, um, C, it's called C, uh, CPOC, mm -hmm. um, is a community uh, police officer. Um, and um, it so, just so happened that that never came to fruition due to, due to my health concerns at the time. All right. um, but uh, so far, um, the work that we're, we're doing, it's, it's so funny, Tanya, um, because I was explaining to Scotty uh, without dropping too many details. Um, you know, we, a couple of weeks ago, I went into a, a, a video game store to mm -hmm. tell them about the event that was coming up um, this following Sunday, May 29th. Yes. And, um, you know, a lot of people might say, well, CPAP, CPAP, what is the need for CPAP? You know, we, everything is fine here in Putnam County. Right. But what we have realized is that sometimes things go undocumented here, okay? And things are not fine necessarily. Right. All right. Um, and it just so happened, I ran into a situation where there was a young man who was challenged. Um, and so happened, it just so happened the day before he assaulted a, a, a clerk at the at the video game um, store. Right. And also when the police officer who showed up um, arrived, he also got assaulted by the young man who is, is challenged. Okay? OK, and it just so happens that it seems that one, um, there was a cry for, for, for help from the guardian who brought him to the store. And then two, um, the clerks in the store who needed documentation, um, never got the documentation they need needed for uh, their corporation that they work for. And so it just seems that there was so many disconnects 
that were happening at that point. And here it is. I'm just walking into the store to say, hey, down the street, we're having a, you know, we're going to have a, a, an event for the whole family. And um, just want to know if you guys want to be a part of it. And this all this just un, you know, unravels in front of me. And um, with that, I was able to make um, some uh, connection with the uh, current um, sheriff uh, administration about what was going on and also inform um, Mr., uh, our chairman, Scott Rhodes, on the situation that was at hand. Right. Um, so these are some of the type of situations that are happening within Putnam County that um, I think uh, CPAB can be a conduit to assist families. Right. Well, that's, um, I see that as part of, of your mission. Um, you know, I see you've got on here, promote uh, equity and safety to all Putnam County residents, um, to identify growth opportunities within the community. And what, what does that look like? Identify growth opportunities. So what were they learning together, you know, community and police? Like, okay, so maybe we won't approach it this way, but we would approach it this way or something like that. Is that what that is about? Uh, you want to go into detail a little bit yeah, more? Yeah, so, so I can jump on that a little bit um, just to kind of go into some detail. When, when we were going through the executive order, um, one of the recommendations that we had that went up was around diversity um, or equity and, uh, and inclusion and implicit bias training. Um, so what we did is we sought out a community member who actually has a company that does that today. Uh, her name is Myrna. She does a phenomenal job. Um, I got her in contact with the sheriff's department and they're in process of putting together a curriculum right now for the deputies, uh, the undersheriffs, um, the sergeants, as well as the sheriff himself to go through this training. Because again, if you're not doing this on a regular basis and it's not in the forefront, these things slip through the cracks. You get officers that come in that aren't trained. They don't know how to, re, uh, to, to, to act in certain situations, especially when it comes to racial um, injustice or implicit bias. So, you know, that's one of the ways that we're bringing the community, taking a community member in, having her utilize her gifts and her talents to be able to help the uh, law enforcement or the local uh, sheriffs um, become better, right? Um, so we're all a better community moving forward. And again, a lot of that is just around communication too and being able to communicate with one another. I think that's where it all starts, yeah. um, you know. And, and Tanya, I made I made a comment in one of our meetings that you know I I actually tasked everybody on the call one night to go out and just say hello to their neighbor. If you haven't had a conversation with that neighbor in two three years, just go say hello. You know that starts the communication. That breaks down the barriers. That says to me, I I have a gentleman across the street from me. Uh, I you know I've lived here for twenty years. 17 out of 20 years, he never spoke to me, never said a word. One day I was out cutting my grass. All of a sudden, my lawnmower broke down. He happened to see me, came over with his lawnmower, gave me his lawnmower. Wow. He said, hey, listen, you know, finish your, your yard up. And I said, Tom, I haven't talked to you in 17 years. He goes, well, I'll tell you something. I came down with cancer. And the good Lord told me I better be nice to people. Mm, I said, wow. you know what? So again, this happens to be a, a, a white gentleman I'm in a you know black man. We never had any communication until that day, and now we're you know we're we're very friendly. You know wow. he was at my son's graduation party last year. Gave him a nice gift. Wow. I, you know I exchange stuff with him and his family on a regular basis. But that's what it's all about, right? right. Bringing the community together, and you know 
I got to say this, Ron does a phenomenal job of it. He just doesn't stop working out in the community because he's, he's speaking to everyone right. and he's bringing everybody together. And, uh, you know, that's one of his gifts. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed to have him on the, on the, on the, on the, on the you know, on the, on the, on the committee with us and doing good work. So, you well, know, that's, that, that's really what it's about is communication. Uh, Dan, yes. Because even if you have a situation, that's a bad situation. I guarantee you, if you reevaluated it, you'll find it had something to do with communication. I, I rolled up on the scene and I didn't even take questions. I asked who was doing what. I just assumed it was this one. And you know what I'm saying? That's one way. Communication is so important. That's why I majored in it because it's mm. everything. No matter That's what right. you do in your life, if you can't communicate, right. nothing matters. That's and right. so when it comes to community and policing, you definitely need to know who, are you, who am I dealing with? You know what I'm saying? So if, I, if I'm speaking to someone, I'm making this up, but if I meet someone that just got to this country, I'm going to speak to them probably a little bit different than someone who's been here 50 years mm -hmm. because there's a language uh, breakdown, first of all, right? That's the number one. And that can be a real big problem, right? Because mm -hmm. if I think in my culture that you raising your hand is a sign of disrespect, then now I'm just saying, yeah, ah, right? So mm -hmm. there's so many elements of your tone nation. Oh, he's a little too loud, but you don't know my culture is very loud. <laughs> right. That's right. what we do, right? right? So you think I'm yelling, but I'm not yelling. This is how I always speak. I always speak with authority and with, with, you know, clarity, you know, that's just how I speak. Right. But if you rolled up on the scene, you might be like, oh, she's a little bit uh, much or, you know, the words that could be construed. So communication is very important. And I love what you guys are doing because you're giving both sides the opportunity to, um, to see where can we meet in the middle? What's going on here in the middle, right? Let's see where it's going on right here in this little round, you know? I mean, I, I get some people be like, no, I want to do this. And they say, well, I'm defund the police. Not. I'm like, you can't defund the police, first of all, because we need them. And especially in this day and age, we need them. So how can we work it out that we go back to the 1970s police format in, in the sense of it was all about community, right? all about community. Well, hey, Ron, what are you doing? I know you're out. I'm going to tell your mother you're out. You're out in the streets. I'm going to tell your mother. And you'd be yeah. like, I'm going home, right? <laughs> That's, that's how it went back in the day. I mean, I, if I could tell you so many police stories as a kid, um, even before I came to Westchester, so many, I still remember the officers' names who were good to us. They right. stopped. They could have been put me in um, CPS. I was a foster kid, but they could have been called CPS, but they didn't because they knew my mother was struggling and tried to keep us. And they mm -hmm. knew most importantly that I wasn't being like abused in a funny way. So mm -hmm. that's why the only reason why they didn't really go in, like they could have went in. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. so you have to know your people in your community. You have to, because mm -hmm. that's everything when you when you show up. And then for me as a community member, when someone does come and approach, I have to come with love. That's right. I have to come with with uh, with the fact that this is a community. I'm not going to go and uh, you know show myself out here. And you know, there's no egos involved. Bring the ego mm -hmm. down five notches. You know what I'm saying? Let's communicate. It's everything. So I appreciate this. Um, and so you, um, you guys are doing something special uh, next Sunday at uh, that's 29th, and I think you said it starts at 12 or 12 noon. Uh, Tilly's a Farm in Brewster. It starts at 11. Cultural fest, right? That's right. Woo! Yes, families, families invited, guys. They're gonna have bouncy castles. I'm the MC. Hello. Uh, and so you know what that means. Hey, we're going to have some fun. Uh, and we have they have bands coming through. Um, that's amazing. Um, uh, I mean, I, I see uh, you have. Oh, boy, there's too many to name. Right. I guess the Psychedelic Cats, Jamaica Vibes Band, 
Um, what do you got? You got Joseph Boykin and Janice McClain. I mean, you have everybody coming through her making days band. Woohoo! Yes, yes, high yes. school students. Yes, that's right. That's yes. right. Yes, this yes. must have been lit. So tell us about that, and then and how you came up with that. So um, just want to let you know that um, one of the things that came out of uh, the Executive Order 203 with us communicating and working. Um, and I would say partnering also with law enforcement and um, the county government, because mm -hmm. um, I want to make sure that people understand that it's an, our, our, our focus is not just only on uh, police reform alone. Um, there's also the aspect of county government that we also um, delve into to make sure that that is also equal and people are not intimidated in speaking to the people that they actually elected for them uh, so i just kind of want to make that clear that this partnership is very a very comprehensive partnership also. so so what came out of this was um a, a, a cultural festival which we wanted a day um that we can celebrate each other's background um and also um, uh, race, religion, creed, whatever it is, we want to learn because we, we realize that when people um, are left in the dark from information and experience, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you tend to have tragedies that, that will happen like in Buffalo, New York. Yes. So we want a day where um, it's all about hearts and minds mm -hmm. and it's all about the, the spirit of giving to the event. And so we have, um, like you said, Tanya, we have a reggae band coming. We have a jazz um, a jazz uh, duet coming. Yes. Um, we boy. have uh, a country uh, band coming. Um, we have an indie prog band coming. And um, we have also a local band also known as PRND. Um, who is local to Putnam County, who seems to, they formed with it around COVID. Um, that you know, within those two years where you know people were home, and they probably said, "Hmm, you know, I'd love to take the opportunity to get this going." Right. And um, they, we're really appreciative of all of them. Even we also have a, a, a five hundred one, a newly five hundred one C three group um, called Instruments to Inspire. There's students from Carmel High School. Yes. And their whole um, objective is to try to bring instruments to um, under-deserved um, communities, um, underserved communities um, within the state. Um, and so we're happy to have them aboard, along with all the many vendors um, that are coming. I think we have around, Scott, you can correct me if I'm wrong, around 50 or so vendors. Really? That many? Wow. Oh, yeah. What about yeah. the food trucks? Tell me that one. Woohoo! <laughs> what I'm talking um, about. Hi. Hey. Any, well, any coming? Any well, 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 we have, uh, um, and Scotty, just let me know if I miss out on anything. Um, we have uh, Rappers Delight. Um, they are a delight. They're, they're an eclectic <laughs> group, um, and they really do a great job of infusing different foods together. Um, we have uh, a mobile truck, wood-fired um, uh, truck that's going to be coming. Um, uh, we have um, Luigi's Ice Cream. That's going to be there. Um, Eat well, steam cookery. All right, um, and they specialize, especially obviously in like uh, seafood and, and veggies. Ooh, um, I'd say that now. That's we right. Have, <laughs> we have donation. 
They're coming to spend that dough. They're coming to, <laughs> you know, to sweeten it up a little bit. Nice. Um, we have, and, and, and one, one thing that I'm proud of this year compared to last year, we also now have Thai Golden, which is um, an Asian um, restaurant who's going to be there um, to, to uh, have everybody sample, um, you know, that culture and what food is like in that culture. Fabulous. Um, we have a local distillery um, that's going to be coming to do tasting. A gentleman by the name of Matt, um, what's his last name there? Scott? Matt Froman. Yeah, Matt Froman is going to be there. Okay. And um, Alejandro's Deli, um, a, a Spanish, uh, Hispanic um, restaurant. They're going to be present also at, at the festival. Um, so, yeah, so that's just, you know, a, a taste, a taste yeah. of what's going to be there. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Right. I've been looking for Europas. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's something I had in London. They have the food trucks in London every weekend. That's a, it's a oh, weekend wow. thing. And I was like, why don't we do that here? Like every weekend, like let's make it happen. Uh, but they have these Europas they, uh, with the with the avocado in it and the, uh, what is it? Um, what do you call the little uh, quinoa and oh, yeah. um, some plantain, plantains for vegetarian. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Not to be vegan. So it's hard to find good food. So that's why I, I was asked. Who's gonna be there? <laughs> you know what? I also I forgot to tell you, Tanya. Also, we're gonna bring a little uh, Jamaica to uh, Culture Festival. Yeah, um, We're gonna have um, a Jamaican um, grill present there, so there will be uh, jerk chicken, um, possibly jerk wow. pork. I don't know if there's gonna be any oxtail. I just be honest with you, the price of oxtail is very high. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it, but there's definitely going to be some jerk chicken and some hopefully some jerk pork there, and uh, you better be able to um, sam you know have some of the um, more indigenous food that we would uh, we enjoy in Jamaica. That's that right. is awesome. Right. So it Thanks. sounds like there's something for everybody. I heard you say something about Bouncy Castle once. Oh yeah. Right. So for the yeah. children, there'll be what what Bouncy Castle and a couple of things for the kids as well. Well, um, one of our other members, um, Jeff Tepper, who is a CPAB member, um, he is um, heading up our um, activity, youth activities, recreations, um, and which has grown exponentially because of Jeff also. Okay. Um, we have three um, bouncy houses. We have face painting. Um, we have um, lawn games. So if you like to play cornhole or something like that, that's going to be there. Um, okay. We also have a soccer clinic that's going to be happening right um, on, on campus. Yeah, right on campus, on the farm. It's going down on the farm. Billy's, <laughs> Billy's farm, guys. That's it in Brewster. You don't know where that's at. Google. That's it. Right Foster's. It's going down. And we also have um, a hobby shop, which is going to be a vendor there. Um, so people who like RC cars and planes and stuff like that, they'll also be there along with the other vendors. Um, right. Scotty, am I leaving anybody else out? Yeah, don't forget the horse and buggy. We just got a last little uh late entry we got a horse and buggy coming too so there'll be horse and buggy rides for the kids oh, horse and buggy oh horse and buggy i'd like to take my horse and buggy yes. <laughs> that's awesome oh it's going to be a good time i also want to give a shout out tanya to uh, local 60 who's our big uh vendor they're a local union um they've donated uh, quite a substantial amount of money to the uh to the day so they're one of our our, uh, our major vendors and our major sponsors for the day. Also, uh, Palisades Mazda over in Palisades um, in Rockland County is also a major vendor. So they're going to have several of their cars there that day for people to come and get an, get an idea of kind of what their inventory looks like and uh, 
get a chance to see some of the newest and latest and greatest vehicles that are out there that Mazda has out on the street. So you might you might be driving the car. You might be driving the car. That's right. That's right. It's like Family Feud. You know, we might we might you might win a car. Exactly. That would be good. They had a raffle for that. Hey, everybody show up. But that's good. I heard you have a lot of people at the last one. Uh, so, um, so how, what is it, what is it like, uh, do you pay by car? Is there a site that people can go to, to go buy a ticket? How much is it? That type of thing. You, well, yes, Tanya. Um, so, um, if you'd like to, uh, purchase a ticket, we are charging our uh, $15 per vehicle. Okay. Um, so Good. as many people as you can actually fit safely in the vehicle, um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the charge. Um, we, we, we realize that, you know, with uh, inflation and with things being a lot more um, challenging for families, that we didn't want them to come to an event and have to worry too much about that. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, we were a new um, uh, 501c3 nonprofit. So um, any donations that we can get to help us aid the community That'll be great um, in hindsight. Um, and so, yeah, if you'd like to purchase a ticket, it's you can purchase a ticket on Eventbrite. Um, and it should be on the sec, uh, second annual Putnam Cultural Festival. Or you can reach out through the um, our CPAB um, website, which is www.cpabputnamnyy.org. So that's www.cepab. P-U-T-N-A-M-N-Y dot org. Okay. And um, yeah, we really hope to see everybody there. Um, just on a, on a last note, Tanya, um, we also have some informational vendors that are going to be there. There was a lot of information that was uncovered regarding uh, the influence of Black people in Putnam County oh, right. um, by the Putnam historians, uh, who is led by Jennifer Cassidy. Um, she's going to be um, there um, at, at, at Cultural Festival, Putnam Cultural Festival. Um, and also, um, one of my favorite people, uh, the Girl Scouts. Uh, yeah, those mint cookies. Ooh. Yes, yes, those are my favorite. I, I miss those so much. Uh, but uh, well, wow. So, this sounds like it's going to be a fantastic day. I'm sure it is because I'm hosting, uh, and you guys are organizing it. So, with the three of us and, and your other staff, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Um, and uh, and guys, if you can come out. You don't want to miss this. I hear it's fabulous. Uh, during the second year, it's doing something right, you know. So uh, that's next Sunday, May 29th, starting at 12 noon. 11. 11 a.m. Oh, okay. 11, 11 an hour late. See? So that's, uh, guys, make sure you uh, you um, get tickets for that because it's going to be fabulous. I mean, I think per car is, you, that's a deal, you know, yeah. it's a deal. Uh, so what does that $15 include? Um, so that $15, so it's $15 plus fees and taxes on Eventbrite. So okay. I just want to make that clear. Okay. All right. So it comes okay. up to be around $17 and 23 cents, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, okay. so, um, it includes parking, it includes parking there. And, um, we, Scott, if you can kind of, uh, let me know if I'm, if I'm not correct on this, but I believe there's going to be a shuttle that's going to pick people up from the parking lot to the farm, which is not that far. It's about I would say maybe about 200, 300 yards away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, it's helpful and it's convenient. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And Tanya, one last thing. Um, you know, we're we're going through an opioid crisis yeah. in this country, and um, you know, as much as we love to have fun activities, we also want to make sure that we can aid families, um, especially health-wise and mentally, if we if we if we can. And so, um, our plan is to have, along with um, one of the senators that might that should be at Culture Festival with us, is to have. Um, opioid abuse education information oh, there. Nice. Right. And so hopefully, um, cause you know how things are between in a, between in a week, things can change, but hopefully um, we'll be able to have on, on tap um, some Narcan kits to help people who may have people who, uh, who abuse opioids um, possibly save their life. Right. You, okay? yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's very important for us. It's very important. I, you know, I was an addiction specialist for over 16 years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I trained. I was a case at a, a, a alcohol counselor for a while because my mom was an addict. That's how I ended up in foster care. So long story short, it's one of my dear things in my heart. Uh, so that's awesome. If they, if they, if they're going to be there, that's going to be even more awesome because uh, raising awareness is everything. It's yep. an, it all goes hand in hand, believe it or not. You know, um, so thank you for that. Uh, any any last um, any last um, words you want to tell everybody um, for next Sunday's event, guys? No, we're just excited to you know to have this event for the community. Um, you know, again, I can't thank Ron enough. This was actually Ron's vision. You know, um, and it's all come to fruition. So, you know, it's it's going to be a tremendous event. I just encourage everybody to come out. You know, yeah. come with come with a, a positive attitude. Yes. Come with a you know an empty stomach because there's gonna be a lot of good food there, and come come with a spirit of just joy and happiness because yes. it's gonna be a phenomenal day. Bring the kids out, bring yes. the families out, bring the elderly folks out. Yes. We got something for everybody, so yes. it's gonna be a beautiful day. We're excited. So yeah, just leave the, leave the dogs home. Leave the dogs home. Leave the dogs home. Leave the dogs. That's the only so, thing. So you guys, if you want to check out, check it out and see how to get tickets. You can go to www. Uh, dot C E P A B Putnam New York dot org. Okay. And you can always inbox me if you're not sure. Uh, yeah, Scott, Tanya, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If, if you don't mind, I just want to thank also um, leading up to the event, um, all the, all the other friends of CPAB who has helped us out. They may not be members of CPAB, right. but they've had great contributions, especially uh, sister Linda she has done a phenomenal job reaching out to uh, in communities in Peekskill, uh, Poughkeepsie, um, throughout um, the Hudson Valley region. Um, so I just kind of want to just you know make sure that they they know how much uh, we appreciate them. Um, and uh, I, is there anybody else that I'm missing out on, Scotty? Yes. You know, I think we need to definitely give a shout out to uh, just even the folks within Putnam County uh, government, yes. um, the rec the Recreation Department. Um, Tracy uh, Walsh, who's with the you know Putnam County Tourism Department, um, our County Legislator, you know Mary Ellen O'Dell, and Deputy County yeah. Executive Tommy Fury, yeah. and then just and there's all the all the legislators. You know they've been very uh, accommodating and helpful. And then Ala Tilly Foster Farms, who runs the that runs the farm up there, and the restaurant there. He's been phenomenal to help us out as well. So a lot of hands, right, have been, you know, played, played a part in this. And we're just happy, again, to bring everybody together, all walks of life, right? That's what it's all about, and hence the word community. So exactly. that's what we want to do and have some fun that day. So, you I know, again, we're excited. 
I'm excited to be a part of this event because I love everything community. I think I, I tell you all the time, it's community that saved me and uh, that would save all of us in the end. Amen. Right. So, so ready, come out. Mm-hmm. Be ready to dance because we have a really good DJ. And Robinson. <laughs> oh, we haven't danced. You know, what's, the thing about this which is why it's so exciting. It's outdoors. So we don't have to worry about the lovely, you know, C word. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've, I love that it's outdoors so we can breathe and have good time outside. You know, and enjoy each other. It's like, I'm so excited that things are opening back up, that we're able to see people again. So I'm excited for this for, if nothing else, great music, dancing. I mean, like food. What? What can you ask for? Like and the weather forecast better. is supposed to be beautiful, Tanya. Um, oh, I know. As, as of right now, I said they're saying around uh, seventy to eighty degrees. I'm with and, it. And uh, maybe you know, five um, percent chance of rain, if anything. Okay. Um, so is there is good. there a rain date? If it was the rain. Yeah. So the rain date is Monday. Oh, oh, um, if it did, the, yeah. the 30th, right. But okay. um, hopefully, you know, hopefully really we don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Right. Um, and um, yeah, I think uh, it's, it's just a wonderful event. Awesome. You know, and so what's wonderful good. is just seeing the hearts and minds come together. Yes. I'm so excited, guys. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And I thank you so much for taking the time to come on the town, Matanya, and tell, uh, tell me more about it. Uh, and I'll get it out to all of our, our listeners and viewers, okay? And um, so uh, 